When is the best time to get an innate thought flash through educated brain? Obviously when there's nobody home, when the halls are empty, when the rooms are vacant. When is that? When education is asleep, when, there is not, when it is not there to interfere or oppose a clear passage. <clears throat> when channels are open, when there is no interference from education to innate between the two brains. For this reason, the clearest and best of innate's vast wisdom, thought flashes come through at night. Innate is so often insistent that this youngster many and many a time <clears throat> found his nights consistently awakened with his most brilliant solutions to the most bothersome problems. Silently, innate sneaks up upon your sleepy self. Innate flashes answers so you may have them. Instead of getting up, having a pen and pencil handy alongside your bed, writing while the idea is in full clarity, you roll over on the other side, education saying, I'll remember that tomorrow and then I'll think about it when it's worth, if it's worthwhile and then I'll write it. Right there and then you made your big mistake. In the morning, education is top man again. Innate is back in its retreat, doing only those things it has to do to keep physical function in motion. You didn't capture the idea when Innate wanted to and was willing to give, so you educationally lost it. The more this in indifference occurs this way, the more Innate becomes discouraged and eventually ignores you because you ignored Innate until it becomes a fixed habit both ways, each ignoring each other. So that was from B.J. Palmer, <clears throat> The Glory of Going On, written around 1961, one of his last works. So <clears throat> what this is talking about is innate intelligence. And how does innate intelligence contact you? Right? And all of us get these innate thought flashes. Every once in a while we get these innate thought flashes. When do they occur a lot of times? What's a common time? What? In the middle of the night. Yeah, in the middle of the night, it could occur, but when else? Like common, really common times. First thing in the morning. First thing in the morning when you first wake up? Yeah, what else? How about when you're driving? You ever like drive and all of a sudden you're like, where did that thought come from? You're like, I gotta call this friend, right? I don't know where, it just, it just this, the person's name or picture in your head just drops in. Or when you're taking a shower, you're taking a shower and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, and you start developing this list in the shower, right? And you're like, oh, geez, I've got to remember all these things. When, uh, there's three things. I have to remember three things when I get out of the shower. There's three things I thought about, right? Those are, are innate thought flashes. What BJ is saying is, are you capitalizing on these innate thought flashes? Are you writing these things down? Are you acting on them? Because some of the most amazing things will happen when you take the innate path. Like all of you being here today, the fact that you're here sitting in these seats, there was an innate thought flash. At some point in time, I should be a chiropractor. Some point in time, right? Because before that flash, it wasn't there, right? Before you even thought about it, unless you've been destined to be a chiropractor ever since you were born, so maybe you had a chiropractic family or something. But if you weren't a chiropractic family, it just kind of went, whew, right? right? I, I started going to chiropractor in 1984 because of the horrible asthma that I had, right? And my mom got me there. And I had no intention going to the chiropractor to become a chiropractor. Matter of fact, I was only going to the chiropractor to appease my mom because I was like, mom, there's no way chiropractors can help my asthma, right? I don't get it, but because you're my mom and you're insisting, I'll say, fine, I will go to this chiropractor. So I sat in his, you know, talk with me and my mom with my arms crossed and not really wanting to be there. And then I'm just listening to him and I was like, he's asking me a lot of really good questions. This is really interesting. I didn't expect that. Right? But I was still very skeptical. But then after three months of getting adjusted, this is like June of 1984, by August of 84, when I'm about to go back to SUNY Albany, my asthma's gone. And now I'm saying to myself, hot dog, like, 
I was going to be a medical doctor. That was my goal. My goal, I had been in medical offices at least once a week, every single week since I was five years old, puffing on inhalers and taking allergy shots, all this kind of stuff. And I said, maybe I should be a chiropractor. Where the hell did that come from, right? It was planted in my head because there was fertile ground. There was fertile ground, right? The chiropractor was educating me and he was talking to me about, you know, chiropractic and how awesome it is and subluxation and power that made the body, made the body, heals the body, and innate intelligence and above, down, inside out. He's telling, and I'm like, this stuff sounds really good, right? But then all of a sudden there had to be a connection. The connection was maybe I should be a chiropractor, right? And where, where did that come from? Like, who told me that? It was this innate thought flash. Maybe I should be a chiropractor. And I remember saying to him, Doc, like, how does one become a chiropractor? And you can see the big smile on his face. He's like, all right, let me start talking to you about this. Right? And that was a complete alteration from everything that I thought I was going to do with my entire life. But that's an innate thought flash. Right? And I listened to that innate thought flash. Right? And you guys all listened to that innate thought flash. For you to be sitting here, for you to be sitting here, you at some point in time had some kind of revelation that said, whatever it was I thought I was going to do, I'm not going to do that. I want to do this. Right? And that's what it's about. But the, but the point is, you're in school, so you're so much in your educated brains that you forgot that there's an innate intelligence brain out there also. And that innate intelligence brain is talking to you all the time. But are you listening? Are you paying attention to what the innate brain is telling you? Or are you just saying, forget it, forget it, forget it, forget it, forget it. Shut these stupid voices up. I don't want to hear them, right? Or when you're in the shower, you get these ideas, like, oh, forget it. Or you wake up in the middle of the night with an awesome idea, oh, whatever. Like, my wife and I, we have a pad of paper like everywhere you can imagine. We have in the car, on my side and on her side, pad of paper and a pen. We, on, you know, in the shower, we have stuff so we can run out of the shower in the middle of the shower and write down notes. You know, in our bedroom, we have everywhere. And now you have phones. So if you, God forbid you should actually write something with your hands and a pen, you can talk, Siri, write me a note. Right? You can just write a note, put it into into notes or put into email yourself or text yourself or whatever, right? We have ways of doing that, but are we? Because here's what happens. What BJ said is if you ignore these things, then what happens? Right? Because innate will give you little flashes, little flashes. If you ignore them, what did BJ say is going to happen? They'll just stop. And they'll be, all right, this guy isn't interested. And I'll just go less and less and less, right? But how, how do you think you're going to find like, the place you're going to practice? Right? My wife and I, we had already planned a place in Alpharetta. We had, because uh, I was asked to teach here in 2000. In 2001, we'd already found the place six months into the lease. We came down here. I was up in New Jersey at the time. We came down here about to sign the lease for, you know, for a three-year lease on a place in Alpharetta on McGinnis Ferry Road. And... We flew down here, and we, here's the thing. My father had a great saying. My father said, if it starts off good, it continues good, and it ends good. But the corollary is also true. If it starts off bad, what's the rest? It continues bad and ends bad. Well, this negotiation had been horrible from the beginning. These lawyers were the meanest people. The landlord wouldn't even talk to me. It was only through the lawyers. They were just rude and ruthless. So... We flew down on a Thursday for a one-day trip from New Jersey, left my son and with my folks, flew down to New, for, from New Jersey, and we're sitting in McDonald's right near Windward Parkway. Um, They're building a Home Depot in that particular area. I'll never forget it. And pouring rain, like super, uh, like unbelievable pouring rain. 
and we're sitting at McDonald's with his, with his lawyer, and my wife and I sit over here, and he's over there, and he throws the leases at us, throws up two pens and says, sign. Like, no, hey, how are you? How's your trip? Blah, blah, blah. Sign. So, and, he, and then he says, so we pick up the pens, we, start, we put our glasses to get this, start to read this long document, make sure it wasn't a different document because that happens. Make, mark my words, make sure you read everything before you sign it because things change suddenly, right? So I'm about to read, he says, by the way, I just want to tell you one change. Okay. Uh, we're no longer renting 1,500 square feet, it's got to be 3,000 square feet. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Six months I've been working on this lease. Spent $2,000 in legal fees, and you're telling me that, uh, this correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't hear that very well, that you're telling me that we have to go to 3,000 square foot instead of 1,500 square foot? Yep. So my wife and I, we've been, at that point, we've been married like 20 years or so. I look at her, she looks at me, no words, right? But this is, this is innate, right? When you are bonded with someone, a soulmate, this is innate. So I look at her, she looks at me, I take the contract, I go, <laughs> like that. I throw it back at him, and listen, I walk out. And he's like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. He said, we, we can talk about it. I said, there's no more talking. We're done with talking, right? And now, Nate had told us a long time ago that we should have backed out of this thing, right? And Nate had given us messages and given us messages. My, my father said, it starts off bad, it continues bad. It was bad, 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 bad. And finally, we're like, that's it, we've had it. This guy's a liar. What else is going to be a, you know, bull, baloney in this particular contract? What else did he change? What else is he going to say, oh, I forgot to tell you about that, right? So we're done, we're done. But that's innate inaction, right? That's innate inaction. And I'm asking you guys to really think about this because sometimes like you could be, all right, whatever, whatever it is, you just sign away, you don't read stuff, you don't ask questions, right? But innate is always talking to you. And here's what innate talks to you mostly about, either stuff to get successful or stuff about safety. Right? There's going to be times, and I know they're all, you've all had these times, when you've said, I should not eat or drink this. And you did. And what happened? An hour later, you're throwing up, diarrhea, you know, something's going wrong. Something, right? You got it in your mind. I should not do this. And you did it. And then you're paying the price. Right? That's innate talking to you. Here's the big question of the day is, will you listen? And the way you start listening is listening to the small things. So today, you're going to be walking to class, and all of a sudden, you'll say, oh, I haven't thought about that friend in a long time. I'm going to call him today. And call this person. Just do it. Whatever innate tells you to do, just do it. And then innate will reward you and say, good job. And that phone call will be very valuable to you for some reason or another. And then tomorrow, innate will say to you, hey, you know what? Instead of turning down this road, turn down this road. And you'll be like, what the? Okay. Right? I'll be driving and all of a sudden it'll say, go this way. And, and the reason that innate said that is because there was an accident about to happen on that road. There would have blocked traffic. And somehow my innate knew that. And I went around like this and I got to work. And, I, and then I have my interns calling me up saying, we're going to be super late today because uh, there's a huge uh, accident over there. I'm like, oh my God, I wasn't going to take that road. And I took a different road. And who the hell told me to do that, right? Right? I'm meeting a friend, uh, I'm speaking in uh, New York for ICPA this weekend, I'm meeting one of my college friends. He had an appointment in the World Trade Center on 9-11 at 9 in the morning and woke up in that morning feeling totally fine, saying, you know what, I don't feel like going today, and canceled. How the hell did he know that? Innate. But he listened, right? He listened. 
right? At 9 o'clock in the morning, he's standing, because he was in Hoboken, he's standing across the river going, oh my God, that could have been me. Right? So I want you to think about the power of innate. Right? So you need to listen to this. So when BJ talks about, when BJ talks about innate intelligence and how to contact innate, be open to it. Because sometimes it may even save your life. Right? Sometimes it may help you find your mate, <clears throat> your partner. Sometimes it may help you find your office. Right? So after we drove, after that whole thing with the lawyer, my wife and I just drove aimlessly around. Finally, <clears throat> found some Starbucks to sit in. And we're all depressed going, I can't believe this. We just spent all this money. And, da, da, da. and all of a sudden I look down and there's a four lease sign outside of Starbucks. And that's where I'm practicing now. In nature. Why did I stop at that Starbucks? How many Starbucks are there between Alpharetta and Marietta? It's probably 200, right? Or at least 20. I could have stopped at any Starbucks just to get some tea, clear my head. But we stopped at that one, and that one happened to have a sign on it, and that's where I'm practicing right now. Right? Innate is on the job. Are you letting it? Are you letting it flow? Right? Are you letting it flow? <clears throat> My suggestion is, is to let it flow.